0: episode. What is this? Episode numero cinco? I think this is numero cinco. Says, Maybe says. I don't know. I lost count already. We having so much fun. Y'all know what it is. Welcome to another episode of quay. <laughs> Either way it go. You already know how it go. In the quay, baby. You already know. In the quay. I like that. Hey, shout out to my co-host. We got a new catchphrase. because you in the quay, baby. You already know what it is. We quayed up. So that being said, Speaking of my also oh lovely co-host, ladies and gentlemen, I gotta introduce, well, you know, the lady, the queen of Clatchet, herself, Miss Janine. What's happening?
1: Hi, everybody, thank you so much for tuning in. I'm excited. I'm, I'm always excited. excited. It's always gonna be lit. I'm gonna say this same big every single show. Come on now.
0: Come on now. And hey, we gotta be we, another hot one. It's gonna be another hot one, baby. Yeah, we gotta rubbed up. <laughs> we got them rubbed up, the gay baby. Yeah, you already know. It's in the building. You already know Prince of Bosh, Queen of Clatchett. We're here today, and we're here to have some fun. So yeah. thank you for tuning in. If you're listening to us live on Six Families Radio, we'd like to thank you for tuning in right now. Shout out to Tuned In, because if you're listening on that, hey, how you doing? It's good to be on Tuned In, baby. So shout out to you, too. And, of course, can't forget my spot of aliens out of there. You know what I'm saying? I totally just made that word up, but it is what it is. And my Apple podcasters, what's happening? How y'all doing? Make sure y'all subscribing. Make sure y'all liking, all that. Rating, commenting. Oh yeah, YouTube. Can't forget about you either, baby. What's happening? How y'all doing? Y'all see us live in full (laughs) effect. Live in living color already. Man, y'all can tell this is going to be a lit show today. I don't know. I feel if you can tell so about high it. energy. I don't
1: know. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I don't know what's happening, but I like it. Let's go. I know. Yeah, I'm liking it, too. I mean, <laughs> this
0: has been one a heck of a Friday, but baby, I love it. It's been a busy Friday, and it's been a good one. But without further ado, we would like to introduce today's guest. This man right here is one heck of a talented artist. This man is, well, let's just say the official theme song maker for a nice company out there, you know, a wrestling promotion by the name of Impact Wrestling. And, well, we're going to get into Impact, you know what I'm saying, because as you can see, if you're on YouTube watching, I know you see my boy repping with that Impact shirt, you know what I'm saying? Represent Impact. Y'all already know what time it
1: is, ladies and gentlemen. Boys. I mean, go the go. chain is just blinging and blinding me. <laughs> right. I don't know. I didn't even see look. It. look. I just saw diamonds and ice. I'm lying. What? <laughs> hey, I
0: see this. <laughs> Oh, so I say, yeah, that's exactly. You, real Gucci fans <laughs> out there. <laughs> but, ladies and gentlemen, like to welcome and introduce our guest on today's show. Shout out to Mr. Vinny by the way, for introducing this man to us, because we had the pleasure of meeting this man through our guest. If you don't know who Vinny is, well, you need to go listen to our previous episodes, because he is the CEO of Six Families Radio. Yeah, and, well, y'all already know how it goes. So, my brother from another, Rob Partner!
2: Whoa. What up? What, what up, what up?
0: What up man? Man, hey. welcome to the show, my brother. How you feeling tonight?
2: I'm feeling good. You know,
0: it's been a good Friday.
2: You know what I mean? It's been, it's been sunny. It's been
1: sunny out here in ATL, so, yeah,
0: you know. Yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's definitely been a sunny week out here in the A, baby. You already know. No! And
1: we need to appreciate it because all next week is going to be raining again. Once For real? Yeah. yeah. It's going to be hot, but it's going to be raining every day
0: mother mm. ATl likes to do that to us you know what I mean one minute she want to mm. be sunshiny one minute she want to be cloudy one minute she want to be rainy snowy you name women it. right my
1: goodness we don't we just can't make up our minds you we don't, we
0: don't <laughs> you know do. <laughs> Either way, we try to stay prepared as much as we can. You know, on your toes, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, we got our clothing for every single time. You know, we got the little, you know, long sleeve thermals if it gets a little cool. You know, (laughs) we got a raindrop. You know, uh, uh, you know, rain gear in case it gets a little drizzly with the drip. Rain boots and the thong. Come on now, yeah. (laughs) Yeah, Of course, we got the shorts very elaborate. Come on now. You got your leggings, your shorts, you name it, all that good stuff, baby. That's what we're in the building for. But nonetheless, welcome to the show again, Mr. Rob Potner. It is so great to have you on. So normally how we kick this show off, well, the listeners already know what time it is. So let's start the show off with what's in your ears?
2: What's in my ears?
0: Yeah, so in this
1: segment,
0: we we like to talk Um, about yeah, you know what you've been listening to throughout the week. You know what I mean? Like you said, it's been sunshine in the eight. So you know what,
2: though, I can't lie. Lately, I've been uh, I've been listening to a lot of my own music, man. I'm finishing up this album. You know what I mean? I'm finishing up this project. Yeah, and you know, I listen to the radio during the day, but for the most part, I just been concentrating in the studio for so long every single day all I've been listening to is my own stuff man you know what I mean just trying to get this project right trying to get these records you know what I mean just just trying to get this mixing and mastering right so I really ain't got a chance to lock in on other people's music for like the past three weeks you know what I mean all I know about is the Instagram drama.
1: <laughs> mm. And we shall talk about the Instagram. And,
0: indeed, we shall.
1: <laughs> Don't you fret. Don't worry. We, <laughs> we are well on the way. Well,
0: to my co-host, let me dish it over on her real quick. What's been in your ears, Cuzzo?
1: Well, um. I've been listening to Tiana's Taylor's, the album, again, um, I, I'm, I'm still not over it. I feel like I was so obsessed with the first, like, five singles, I couldn't get past it. So,
3: yes. still trying
1: to get past the first five, but they just grabbed me. Okay, um, okay. But um, over the past weekend, my friend Ami, the African goddess that she is, had this yes. amazing birthday party. Okay. And so, I've been on an Afrobeat spot by, by this whole week. Mm. You, have to listen okay. to you need to do it if you don't understand what they're saying that's fine it doesn't matter it's about the vibes it's about the music it makes you want to dance it makes you want to move and that's really been the vibes that i've been on um i got a chance to meet a atlanta-based dj by the name of hershey skinned mm. and um if you're looking for a super dope afrobeats playlist um follow her on hershey skinned official on i. IG and she has a link tree, uh, link inside of her bio with like this dope as Afrobeats playlist. So that's a good start for anybody who's trying to get a little playlist together. That's dope. Yeah, that super, super, dope. super, super dope. And um of course we have been listening to Rock Hotna two because we had to get familiar with <laughs> you your <music>. know it? <laughs> So it's been listening to that and we'll get into some like song breakdowns a little bit later. Yes.
3: Oh, yes. um So sure.
1: Yeah, and that's pretty much it. Um, yeah, so Afrobeats mostly, and then Tiana Taylor and then
3: Rob.
1: Mm-hmm. Like yes, yeah. you should. Super <laughs> dope. That's
0: a nice uh mixture and combination there. I always have like
1: I always go from like <laughs> two different spectrums all the time. Exactly, exactly. <laughs> and it's a beautiful
0: thing. It's it's always great. My co-host is so diverse, like yours truly over here, you know, who has a lot of Diverse taste, but you know, she just keeps on putting you on, putting you on, and putting you on. So, Afro Beats, baby. Yes, get on that vibe. <laughs> well, uh, I can say, uh, I've been on a little bit of everything this week, man. Uh, let's see, where do I even begin? Like my, like my, my man, my guest here, Rob partner I mean, you know, artist to artist. I ain't gonna lie, I kind of been listening to myself still a little bit too. To, to okay. kind of, you know, make myself sure a up. double entendre. I
1: see what you did there. <laughs> you <see laughs> I did yes, nice I plug see in. Myself <laughs>
0: is available on all platforms. So if you're listening and you don't know who Highlight Real is, well, what what took you so long, man? Get on the Highlight Real train one time. And go check out myself. It dropped a couple weeks ago, man. But like my boy here, Max actually getting ready for the. Final third part of this series, while also working on an album that will drop next year. You know, on top of a couple of little singles here and there, I've been kind of just vibing out to some instrumentals and and getting in the stew and just kind of creating. You know, bringing y'all content, man. You know, I just (laughs) I went a little quiet for a while in a good way, but even (laughs) when I'm quiet, I don't stop. (laughs)
1: <laughs> yeah, I didn't stop writing. podcast I just, master these past yeah. couple of months yeah you know podcasting and hosting
0: kind of got in the fray you mm-hmm. know focused on it for a while but i still write i still record i still promote so i just had to let people know hey we still on the scene baby highlight ain't going nowhere now that being said though i'm gonna switch gears and say that i also been listening i've been catching up on some shows some music <laughs> shows that i was a little late to You know what I mean? Because I never really had the time to really kind of watch them. So I kind of had some free time on my hands. And two shows I caught up and binge watched. Love and Hip Hop. I had me checking out some artists. Actually, no. (laughs) I am not a Love and Hip Hop person. I will never be a Love and Hip Hop person. I cannot do reality shows.
1: But it's Love and Hip Hop. Oh, my gosh. It's so amazing. Yeah,
0: you (laughs) would think, right? The Hip Hop artist doesn't watch Love and Hip Hop. You know? such a girl. (laughs) <laughs> it's, it's hip-hop it's amazing. but that's 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 why we got this awesome co-host on here because she always represents for the ladies so well so you know we got to put her on there one time but your boy actually been watching and been watching the rap game shout out to jermaine oh, pre okay. atl okay. legend you know what i'm saying i was okay. on netflix now i don't know why They only have just one season. They just had the first season. Maybe that was the only best season. I don't know. I see they had five seasons, and I only saw the first. But I saw enough of it to like it because I thought, huh, well, this is cool. You know, a little bit corny with some of the little kid raps. But when you think about it, you're like, well, they're kids. It's supposed to sound like that anyway. So I would hope. Well, yes, and I saw the first. So I saw the first season was back in 2016. So I was like, oh, well, these kids like 15, 16, 12. They're older now because it's 2020. So I went and checked out some of these artists, like uh, the winner of the contest in the first season, Miss Mulatto, who was also like, ATL's finest. Uh, yeah, checked her stuff out and was like, huh. You know I what? She was on the rap game. Yeah, uh, she was. Uh, see, see, a lot of people didn't know that. Go figure, figure. You That's what talking about. I, I don't know was she on it, she <laughs> won the thing. Yeah. She won it, baby. And you can tell because she had the confidence just dripping all up on her, man. So she it's crazy. crazy. <laughs> she popped it I mean? yeah, up, though. Yeah, figure, she popped up. Go figure, yo. This one Mr. Lotto started out on the rap game. She's grown speak-
2: now. She oh yes, she oh, is. Yes, she she is. ain't no
0: kid no yeah, girl, more. I not that. right. <laughs> <laughs> <But> <laughs> if that's your type, <laughs> now you go after her me. You like the young bloods, baby? Go ahead. Go right after. Her. Okay. <laughs> All right, y'all. We done. We done. Uh so another show I switched gears to music-wise that I finally got around to checking out was Rhythm and Flow. Yes! And man. Mm. So many dope rappers and artists to check out. I mean, I'm talking flawless, real talk. I'm talking London B. I'm talking Caleb Colossus. I'm talking about (laughs) D Smoke, my favorite amongst them all, and the winner of this very contest. D Smoke has my
1: heart. Oh my gosh, he's so amazing. Gosh,
0: he he made me say to myself, "Man, uh, Kendrick, uh, brother, buddy." I think you got a Fun fact. nice little setup. <laughs> I don't Fun know,
1: fact. Bro. So I feel like I said this on another episode, but he's Sir's real life brother, and Sir is affiliated with um, yes, TDE. So mm. they're all kind of sort of in the same circles. Mm. But um what I, I hope doesn't happen and what I know happens with a lot of artists is that um you they start to compare you to somebody else who's like already established and you're kind of living under their shadow. Yeah. But D Smoke is so talented, I hope that they don't do the Kendrick comparison too
0: much. I was I was thinking that, you know, because uh, it, it really had me thinking about really the West Coast in general. So after really listening to D Smoke and seeing how dope he was from start to finish, like even when they would point out his weak points, it was still just like he was murdering everybody. No I mean, competition To me, yeah. the only two that could really somewhat keep up with him to a degree was London B and Flawless Real Talk. And even in certain aspects, it would just depend on the category where it was just like, ah, you know. I could see why they struggled with trying to find the winner of that, but you, you had to give it to D Smoke. Right. So they did great. They get, Usually contests don't do great like that. They normally yeah. kind of make a mistake in winners, but they right. did right. They did that justice. They so, did right by the He I smoked. Yeah. That man is now in, in my top favorite rappers in the game right now next uh. to, you know, Dylon and Dylon and Dylon and Dylon and You know what I'm saying? <laughs> <laughs> and so many other dope rappers out there. Name Dylon. Like, me some you know, cheesecake,
1: man. Come on, let's go get
0: some cheese. <laughs> did
1: not have to make them walk to go get that cheesecake. I still feel <laughs> away about that. Yes, he, he did. My homegirls, is still yeah. upset. Hey,
0: you know, and shout out to the rap game because when I was watching the rap game and I saw that Jermaine Dupri had them little kids going to interning in the studio, they getting all hype, thinking they finna record. Nah, y'all finna no, clean sir. up the studio, bro. Y'all finna like, literally clean up. And I'm like... And then, the, and then he was like, one of the challenges. He's like, "Oh, y'all gonna hate me on this next challenge." And they like, the parents freaking out, like, "What? Wait, what do you mean? Is he gonna make us go get some cheesecake or something?" What he gonna make-? I was like, "Ah, I see what you did there. I see you." You know, so hey, man, it, it, it was crazy. So I've I've been on all of them vibes right now throughout the week. Uh, also, summertime feels. Your boy been on some reggae. You know what I mean? Shout out to my boy Kali Buds. You know what I'm saying? Shout out to my okay, boy yes. you know, Sean Paul. You know what, <laughs> what I'm saying? Shout out to Damian Marley. You know what I'm saying? i just been uh-huh. you, know, my, you know what I'm saying? To my reggae feels a little bit. You know what I mean? So I've just been unwinding on that, man. So, you know, in it's summer you always gonna have the reggae vibes and the reggaeton. Thaw- you know, all of that. So that's that's what's pretty much been in my ears up to this point right now. Uh, So I guess we'll transition
1: to uh, our next little segment here because it no, is no, no. Friday. No, 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 no. No, 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 no. no, no. What you're not going to do is just get past the fact that you had a performance tonight. Oh, <laughs> That's what you're not gonna get past. I know that we're hosting oh, right now But this oh, is a oh. music podcast. No, oh, oh, oh. it is a music podcast. I've been got by my co host today, y'all.
0: Can I know y'all that you're humble, it?
1: but sheesh, come on, man. How did the performance go? I was
0: gotten by my co host today. You, that was a good one, ma'am. Uh, well, I would like to shout out uh, the venue, I would shout out uh, Pastor Diamond for inviting me out, out in Jonesboro. Shout out if you're from the Jonesboro area, make some noise out there, well you can't really do that through a podcast, but I know you're doing it in your <laughs> car somewhere. So, uh, nonetheless, man, it was actually really, really dope. Uh, mm-hmm. The venue I was thrown off, you know, I didn't know it was gonna look that nice, you know, cause it was in the cut and it was, you know, and it was a nice little hood area on the slick. So, Amen. you know, appearances are deceiving yeah. when you see it on the outside, never judge books by the cover. <laughs> I stepped in there and I saw the stage and was like, whoa, okay. Oh, they lit lit. You know, and it was a nice little packed crowd, too. That surprised me because, you know, with everything that's been going on, I'm thinking, you know, oh, social distance. uh, Apparently, not so much social distancing going on. But (laughs) people did have masks. So I am proud. There was hand sanitizer when you walked in the door. You know what I'm saying? So, hey, they did what they could to keep the precautions, even though they didn't socially distance. But that's okay. You can't have everything perfect. So it was phenomenal. Uh, I actually broke out a new song on them today because I felt led to do it. This is a song that'll probably be the first single off of that final EP coming up called God Willing. So uh, y'all look out for that because I'll probably drop that in the next... I don't know, a month or so, maybe. I got some other singles to drop in between, times, So we'll see. But uh, it was really dope. Got receptive nice and well. So that tells me, performance-wise, that's definitely a good number to do. So, all the less, it was fun. And, of course, your boy had to just do that one song. Thank goodness. They said, hey, just do one song today and we good. Cool. (laughs) I did one song. I got my applause, I got my ovation, I, I got my flowers, if you will. I gave the praises to the highest almighty. And I gave the praises and shouted out everybody that was listening, and crowd interaction was dope. Made my way on back across town. So got we can get the ready, car, cross the the hours, man.
1: Yes. You already know. <laughs> so um it so I would assume that this is your first performance post-COVID, yeah?
0: Actually, yes, this was my first uh, since COVID. It's crazy, you know. um, It was a little rusty at first for your boy, a little bit, but not as much. Luckily, the mic was a corded mic, and I love, usually I hate corded mics, but in this case, I was like, cool, you know what? Mm -hmm. I don't have to do as much moving, because I'm an energy guy a lot of times. So this song, like I said, God willing, is a nice uh, mellow kind of feel good kind of track, you know what I mean? So I didn't have to do too much jumping around. It's more about hearing my message and my lyricism in it, so I was Lyrical. like, "Cool, use yeah. use the mic stand." You know what I mean? Use the mic stand and prop it up, take it off a little bit, do some stuff. So it was it was phenomenal, but uh, yeah, it felt weird, uh, you know, because <laughs> for a guy who was doing shows, I mean, the last actual performance I probably did before this one was a I did a, a at home kind of online concert you know what i mean i I Mm -hmm. did a little something in the backyard set up a stage and invited the neighborhood Mm -hmm. out and you know we we had some fun and it was a dope thing so that was probably something i did just for the to keep people encouraged you know because that was when covid really just started and so that was kind of to do that but now uh this still feels a little weird it it felt kind of weird being there but it felt good at the same time because it was just like hey I'm glad to be in the fray. I'm a little nervous because I hope COVID didn't find its way on me. I stayed safe. But still <laughs> hopefully, hopefully I didn't regret doing this performance
3: tonight.
0: Right. Uh, it was fun though, but it was weird. So uh, shout out to any artists out there, man, locally, wherever you at, man. If, if you guys are doing it, whether it's virtual, because I know a couple of my artist friends out here in the A who actually had gigs tonight and tomorrow night. So right. some of these places are doing it virtual. Mine's more so was doing it physically In person, but I guess
1: virtual too. Live action,
0: yeah. Yeah. yeah, it was it was live action, and I'm pretty sure they were broadcasting live. So, yeah, go figure.
1: Uh, wow. <laughs> but, so how how has things been for you during COVID? Because I know that it's important to be able to kind of interact with fans and whatnot. Have you been doing yeah. any shows? Have you been doing meetups? How has it been for you?
2: Uh, No, I haven't done no shows. I mean, uh, my last show was in Dallas, Texas with Jeezy and Trap Boy Freddy with like 3,000 people in the crowd. So Mm -hmm. after that, it's kind of like we're not really going to get that crowd no more. (laughs) Uh, Man. I mean, I don't know. I got mixed feelings about COVID. I mean, I hate that people going through what they going through, but business-wise, I mean, it's booming. I mean I'm I'm a uh I'm I, I come up in the digital era. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Why well, I can't say I come up in the digital era. I definitely sold CDs at one point in my life, but I just uh I took off in the midst of the digital era. So with everything stopping and more people being at home and paying attention to YouTube and mm-hmm. you know what I mean, streaming, my royalties go up. You know what I mean? My royalties then triple, quadruple every single month just because we get more engagement, more everything. So
1: that's
2: lit. I don't know. It's a lot of millionaires going broke right now. And it's a lot of <laughs> young guys who was 100,000 on. that's
0: about to be millionaires. Come, yeah. come on, brother, come on. Though. And you know what? <laughs> it is so interesting that you put it like that because I've been peeping that, you know what I mean? And I felt like. I always ask people, and I would love to ask you this question. uh, What has 2020 so far meant to you or what has it taught you so far to this day? Since we're just about over the halfway point at this point. (laughs)
3: Uh,
2: I think uh, 2020 probably taught me stay engaged. You know what I mean? I own a digital distribution company. You know what I'm saying? So a lot of people think that I'm just a rapper, but I sign rappers, I sign YouTubers, I sign content creators, I sign vloggers. You know what I mean? Okay, well. So for my uh for my experiences, it's kind of been like uh 2020 really been like the year of uh just creating, the year of like we got to get rich i'm tired of having 40 50,000 and blowing it and investing in it and i want a, I i want a few million yeah. so that's yeah. why i say it's weird it's mixed emotions like we don't want to get sick yeah. we practicing social distance but all of my energy been online advertising you know what i mean making sure my company stand out so i just think everything is digital man to me it's like it's the money getters, bro. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. If you come out of 2020 with no money, that's your fault. All these, I don't, I can't cuss. Can I cuss? Yeah,
1: yeah. Well, oh, okay. let loose,
2: man. You know
0: I mean? am I, drinking yeah,
1: Highlight yeah. with a straw. Of course you can <laughs> I mean, I'm just saying,
0: you pretty enough to
1: drink Highlight with a straw. Like,
0: <laughs> let them know, man.
2: But, no, me. I mean, like, I just, uh, you know, I talk to homies all the time. Like, you know, Some of these niggas getting free checks, and I get it. I understand, but ain't nobody stacking these checks. You know, when all of the stores was closed, they were still finding out where they could spend their money. I didn't really understand it because I'm like, nigga, you got like three months where you ain't got to spend nothing. You feel me? You getting straight money, and you ain't got to spend nothing but your rent. So, you know, for me, it's just like I'm coming out. COVID then you put me up behind it, rats. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, man.
3: Come on, man. Come like, on. Only thing I bought
2: in COVID was a new chain.
0: A <laughs> <laughs> new chain. Hey, brother, <laughs> I feel you. Like, all I bought legit was like a championship belt, and I got to use that. You know what I'm saying? That's promotion for when these events start coming back, brother. You know what I mean? So, I feel you, man. That is that is a dope answer, and and I love the way you put that, because I'm sure myself, my co-host, and our man that you guys can't see, but he's there even when you don't know that he's With here. his arms yeah. out. With his arms on. out, <laughs> saying, come on over to the OTS brand. <laughs> you know what no, I'm man? saying? If he's if saying you're tied, traps and whatnot. Look, if you're tied by the <laughs> same old say networks you know all up in the <laughs> podcast dancing in the videos dancing on the, you know what I'm come on over to OTS guys come on yes. come on over to OTS one time so I gotta shout out my brother Derek Myers one time you know aka Google Tech you know what I'm saying as uh, my co-host so gladly gave him in our group chat on, you know what I'm saying, our private group chats that we do, you know, and and just one of the hardest working CEOs out there in the game, you know what I'm saying, and the fact that that's like Rob here, that's all we've been doing here, man, we've been investing, we've been coming together, and we've been building and taking advantage of this OTS brand and the Six Families Radio Partnership brand and just connecting and reaching out with dope artists like yourself And, and so many dope guests from other sports fields and 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 you name it, media fields, to where taking advantage of this time where everybody's quarantining still. You know what I'm saying? Everybody right. not able to do what they were doing prior to COVID. So that is an amazing story, brother. And and you were right. Like, what are you doing? <laughs> what are you doing? I'm Take chilling, advantage. bro.
2: I'm yeah. chilling. I'm fasting. I'm working out. Yes, I'm sir. uh.
0: I'm yes. writing. I'm recording. Yes, sir. I'm
2: uh, you know what I mean. Facetime me and emailing. Like I'm still working. Still you know what working. I mean. Like on, I'm still working. You know what I'm saying. I'm I'm on the phone with CEOs of major distribution companies every other day. You know what I'm, what I'm saying? saying. So yeah. it's like for me, life is virtually the same. The only difference is I can't go to the club. You know what I mean? Yeah. I mean, I can, but I ain't.
1: Yeah. <laughs> you know I and mean? let's take on the fact that Compound had a whole swimming pool inside of the club. Like, we we aren't in the midst of a pandemic. But, you know.
2: But you know what, though? This is what you got to take from that type of situation. At the end of the day, it's about money. You get what I'm yeah. saying?
3: Mm-hmm. So,
2: this is what I see. If I owned Compound, Mm-hmm. Will my club be open? Will the swimming pool be open for a quick hundred stacks? Probably. Probably. Yeah. You know what I mean? I can't control these niggas. I'm the owner. You know what I mean? I'm the right. owner. I'm not in the pool with these niggas. And they you know obviously
1: wanted to get out the house and they obviously wanted to come, you know, have a good time. So, you know,
2: and it's like, somebody you know, had to supply it. We can only judge the people that choose to go to the club, but we can't judge the promoters because this is how they pay their bills. Yeah. Nice.
1: You know what I mean? I so if the,
2: if the promoters say, yo, it's we open on Thursday, I don't really see the promoters in the crowd. You get what I'm saying? I don't really see the promoters out there sweating, popping bottles. I see the promoters behind the DJ booth or in the office counting money. Come on now. So it's like, you know what I mean? I'm, you got to kind of weigh it out. You know what I'm saying? It's right. like, you know, Walmart ain't going to shut down because they see 5,000 customers a day. Never. You know what I mean? That's they got to get that money. So, That's a man, whatever, bro. Most, you know, whatever. And you see,
0: But you see, you see, it all falls back down to what you just said in your 2020. 2020 answer, my friend. (laughs) What are you doing with your money right now? You could make these places starve. Look,
2: if you could throw a warehouse party right now and you knew for a fact 3,000 people were going to come and you could charge $50 a head, would you do it?
1: Niggas better wear masks with their outfits. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> better mask. Okay.
0: Mask nice up, baby. Yeah. yeah.
2: When I drive downtown Atlanta and I see these clubs open, they outside checking temperatures. They doing whatever they think is good enough. Now, I can't control y'all partying with each other. Only thing I can control is me. You feel me? Like, I don't have to party to run the party. You know what I'm saying? I'm I, like,
3: yeah, I, could,
2: I could be the boss and never
0: be there. So better preach.
2: You know, Come on just, These folks is crazy, but you know, let them do what they do, man. At the end of the day, whatever. Everybody ain't gonna die. So
0: God <laughs> forbid. y'all forbid. I'm for So nonetheless, um, so I mean, this is this is just this is so dope, you know what I mean. I mean, this, this is already showing time of how dope this show is. And so I hope you guys listening are already entertained by all this energy and all this aura. And also stay safe, by the way, because this, this is pretty much the purpose of this yeah. entire message right now. Stay, stay safe. safe, people, stay at Have home, fun. Stay
1: wash stay your hands,
0: safe. exactly, you know what I mean. Don't spend your money, okay? Please don't spend your money, you know, unless you're supporting people. Unless it's black business. There you
3: (laughs) go. Don't spend your money. There you go.
0: If it ain't self-investment or you ain't investing in a black business to see a black man come up, don't spend your money. You gotta
2: hold on. You gotta man, bro. People just stupid, man. Fuck (laughs) these niggas, bro. Like (laughs) stupid man i know people that was making 13 dollars an hour that's getting 980 checks every week and these niggas is blowing it like blowing what are it. y'all doing y'all could come out of this situation up like you could come out of this situation so good but you know what i mean y'all want sneakers that bad
1: and that's another conversation the fact of like niggas want to be rich but they don't want to be wealthy or they don't know how to make money long term like a lot of it is for show and flash but you're not really investing you're not setting yourself up to be in that position long term well you
2: just said it they don't want to be rich though they want to look rich
1: they want to look rich
2: exactly they don't want to be rich they want to look rich because now instagram Mm -hmm. is being rich you know what I mean? So niggas don't want to be rich. They just want you to think they rich so Come they on. can get free shit. That's it.
0: And, you know, yeah. one one of my favorite artists, my boy Andy Minio, man, he literally said this in a rap line once that was just like, ooh, get him. You know what I mean? Smith said, I don't respect anybody that's trying to flex. Y'all looking the weakest. Because I was with a billionaire last week, and the boy had Payless sneakers on. You know what I'm saying? Mm. Like, Easy. You know yeah. what I'm saying? Like, and it just goes to show, bro. Like, that's what, you know, I would love to ask you this artist to artist, man, because I would love to know. Subliminal messaging, because you know, we 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 are the 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 literal the base of a lot of what human minds do in these streets a lot of times. You know what I mean? Like we right. it's crazy what kind of power we really hold in our hands, stronger than any politician. Stronger than any athlete. Stronger than any, you know, known figures. Right. The fact that we're able to just put messages within our music. And it literally works. And they doing what they're doing because of what we're presenting. Yet, we may not even really be about, you know what I mean? Like, I never act like I rap about trap music because I don't know trap lifestyle. I keep everything real with what I make music about, yet still find ways to nicely, you know, subliminal. you know, put some subliminal messaging in there to make you think, make you wonder like, man, that hit me deep, bro. Like, I need to get this together. You know what I mean? But then you got probably a trap artist out there who, you know, maybe they're actually about their life because they actually know it, or maybe they're not even about the life. right? And yet they know it because they know people who are about their life and they're able to actually rap about it. And like you said put on a complete front and put the facade on so that other people who actually do do it go out there and do it even more what's your, what's your take on as an artist man what what is your take on 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 how much power we really possess like that to do that
2: i don't know man i really i really don't care <laughs> <laughs> i know that's a sucky answer but this is why mm-hmm. I write songs, I've sold records to famous people. Now, I know that I'm writing my experiences and I'm writing my, uh, you know what I mean, my stories, but this record might go better with your voice. So when you come out with that record and uh, the world thinks that you're living what you're singing or rapping about, but I know that I wrote that record. I don't get mad at the artist for doing his job. You get what I'm saying? Sometimes I think that as an artist, people put too much pressure on us. Now I do believe that once you get famous, you have somewhat of a responsibility, but just because I can rap don't make me a politician. You get what I'm saying? Just because I got a talent to put words together in a certain way, don't make me the spokesperson for political views. You know what I'm saying? You got to understand, some of these guys are really, really ignorant. They yeah. just have a talent. And then some of these guys are not ignorant. They just don't feel like they have to speak up. So, it's a, you know, it's a gray area. Like, if you rapping about some shit that you ain't never done, whatever, so be it. Just don't get caught around some niggas that really did it. You mm. know what I mean? Come on, like... Man. That's how I look at it. It's just like if you rapping about it and you meet up with some real news, you're going to do one of two things. You're going to keep pretending and get hurt or you're going to whisper in somebody and be like, nah, bro, you know, this shit just for the ground.
3: I've seen it happen a
2: hundred times. Yeah. You know what I mean? So whatever, man, let these guys fake it, man. Let these guys fake it. Let these Instagram guys go viral Let them do whatever stupid things they want to do. Because at the end of the day, they got to live with their decisions. If I was super broke, and I was at one point in my life, Mm -hmm. we came from nothing. So you got to think, we can't think about that artist and the decisions that they make to make a million dollars. We got to look into their background and see where they come from before we judge them as a person. Because some of these guys are really from nothing. And I'm not agreeing with going into Walmart or Burger King and standing on the counter and acting stupid. I yeah. think that's I think that's weirdo shit. But if that's what made this person famous, I don't, don't want to take no food out of his mama's off his mama's plate. Right. You know what I mean. So right. it's weird, bro. I think we they I think they just put too much. They put too much on us, man. Like fucking let us be great. Don't nobody yeah, yeah. go to France and judge the, uh, the artists that scope naked men. You know what I mean? With the bars and the ding hanging out and <laughs> kids walking by every day. Don't nobody judge them. You know what I'm yeah. saying? We look at that as art. But they look at rappers. They don't judge rock stars. They don't judge pop stars. They don't judge country artists. They don't judge any other genre except the urban genre. Yeah. So let these motherfuckers act a fool. Whatever. <laughs> you know
1: what I mean? right? I am not an artist, so I can't speak really, but I I totally agree. I feel like at a certain point, once you've created a certain following, you do have some somewhat of a responsibility because you know that there are people who um, look up to you. But I also agree that like it's weird at how we place celebrities on this pedestal as if they aren't human, as if they aren't supposed to make mistakes, as if they're not supposed to grow at some point. And like it's entertainment at the end of the day. And I know that (laughs) it's really entertainment. And I mean, Like the streets know, I feel like if somebody is really speaking from a place of pain or from a place of experience and we resonate towards those artists a little bit more, Mm. Um, because I grew up listening to all types of crazy stuff and some songs that could be considered misogynistic. And I've listened to a whole bunch of things, but that didn't dictate the way that I chose to act Mm. or how I chose to move. So I think that people should have a mind of their own. Look at right. entertainers as fucking entertainers, and right. just because they're famous, like you said, that doesn't mean that they have to have a stance politically. They don't have to come out and speak. You know what I'm saying? Like we want
2: everybody to be Jay Z so bad, but
1: the they're they're only one Jay Z. <laughs> you Jay-Z know, know what, what I'm
2: saying? There. Like yeah. we look at artists once they make, like once they sell a few platinum records, we want them to be whole. We want them to go stand up for human rights and. Black rights and da it up, but at the end of the day, it's like, damn, nigga, I just got out the projects. <laughs> <laughs> I'm
1: literally just trying yeah. to make a joke. <laughs> like, you know, what
2: I'm, saying? <laughs> like, you know, like I'm you still trying to figure out what I'm gonna do with million number two, and y'all yeah. want me to go against the president of the United States. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like, I'm not with him. Fuck Trump. But <laughs> if I just got out the projects and I just seen money, and I just bought my mama a house, and I just bought a, a legal foreign car, you know what I mean? I'm not really thinking about doing anything outside of passing out school supplies and turkeys in my hood. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? That's like, that's my political stance at that point in my life. Now, maybe when I grow up a little bit, and I've been rich for a few years, you know what I mean, and I got millionaire friends, because mm-hmm. people think, like, you got you to gotta, you gotta know for sure if you have a record right now that goes platinum tomorrow, you still going to have the same friends. you still not going to be best friends with millionaires and politicians and things like that. Like, the niggas that's around you still going to be the same old niggas. you just going to be the rich friend. So you're not going to jump out your bed and be like, oh, shit, how can I change America? I finally got a million dollars. It's going to take you a while. You're going to have to get used to having money first. right? You know what I mean?
1: And not to say you have to like become like a spokesperson for our rights or whatever. But um, also I think it's important to stay true to who you are and don't fold because a bag is involved either. Because you do see some people who kind of falter or they side with some silly shit because... They're not trying to mess up a bag. And I know we're in survival mode still, but come on. (laughs) You have to have some kind of morals and some kind of integrity at some
2: point. I hate it. I hate it. I hate it. But at the end of the day, it's like, man, these are industry cats, not in the streets cats. You get what I'm saying? Oh, I see what you did there.
1: Very nice. nice.
2: My (laughs) bad. bad. You know what I mean? Like, these are industry cats. Like, you know what I mean? You get money for the first time. You get hit records. You blow up. You're famous. You never had this much attention in your life. People want you to act a certain way, but the people that's giving you the money is telling you to keep doing the shit that got you the bag in the first place. Mm-hmm. You get what I'm saying? Yeah. It's, why, it's why Drake still make uh, Afro pop beats. I mean, Afro pop songs. It's why French Montana still make Afro pop records. It's why Sway Lee still make pop records. It's why Tory Lanez still sings to the girls. It's why Fabulous still make records for the girls. Yeah. Whatever works, whatever got you here, nine out of ten chances is going to keep you here. Mm-hmm. You get what I'm saying? Yeah. And unless it destroys you. So if you got people getting famous via social media off of doing stupid shit, Nothing is going to make them stop doing stupid shit unless the money stops. But if we, we see have them
1: rewarding stupid shit, then <laughs> how do like, we stop? Like ignore that. Like, um, it's,
2: it's impossible. Ignore. It's impossible because people
1: are attracted to stupid shit. I get it. It's entertaining. Do you,
2: do you listen to Six Nine? Do you love uh, his music? <laughs> are you interested in? Are you are you interested in what he says? No. If like, if, if you see a press release and it says six, nine says dot, 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 are you clicking the link?
1: I'm going to be on shade room and I'll look at, and I'll look at the caption. I'll look at the snippet and that's where it ends, but I'm not going to go like research it and be like, Ooh, I wonder what six, nine says, but that's just me. And I know that. Did you watch this like, video? No.
2: Okay. Well, see? you're beautiful for that. But <laughs>
1: 99.9. A lot of people. other people did.
2: They're going to do it. It yeah. don't mean they love him. They're not rewarding him. But that's the luxury of the digital world. Yeah, You don't have to go out and physically buy my album anymore. If you hate my guts and you simply just want to hear what I said in verse two, as long as you hear my shit for 30 seconds, I'm getting paid. That's a fact. Mm-hmm. Right. So at the end of the day, hate me or love me as long as you, cl- as long as you press play. Oh, man. Hate me or love me as long as you press play. When they say bad publicity is no such thing as bad publicity, you know, all publicity is good publicity, that's reality in this world. Like the generation we live in now, that's really the reality because if you hate me enough to see what I want to say, I'm going to get paid. It's
0: win-win, baby. <laughs> That's thing, well, you know? I'm gonna exit so,
1: stage laughing. No, I'm just joking. There you go. You know, but
0: but it like, but it's funny you you mentioned that because now I wanna I wanna bring to your attention like so let's let's rewind to the uh what was that three, four week shutdown of Atlanta, you know what I'm saying? And then let's fast forward a little bit after the George Floyd situations and we started seeing the riots. Let's go to the city of Atlanta and what the city of Atlanta did in the, you know, nice little riots here. Then you had Mayor Keisha Lance Bottoms, you know, bring rappers to the fray. You know, Killer Mike, NTI, you know. So what, after just saying what you just said, what do you feel about the rappers now who, who, because again, Killer Mike is incredible. Don't Mind dope rapper everything right so the man and 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 ti i mean i guess he's he's intelligent in his own right because he knows a lot of big big fancy words for the he knows most
1: so many big um, words
0: <laughs> he may say some things to make you say i don't know what the heck you're talking about tip but the man can at least make it sound very great with a lot of big words hey hey,
2: it. hey, Trust me. hey so i to cool. make it perfectly clear I am not agreeing with this tip bashing. I'm totally with the thing <laughs> South. <laughs> I am
1: too. No, but no, right. I am. I, I love tip. I don't I do. have a topic I about tip <laughs> though. But I do. Um, yeah. I do love so, tip. So, are you asking how do we feel about Killer Mike and TI or rappers who do decide to come up and be voices for the Black community? Yeah. Is that the
0: well, more, I guess more so in the sense of like, if you guys, like, after how we just said, you know, the rappers who make their money off of what they talk about you know and, and they don't have to say anything to the ones who do say something and try to speak the positivity but then it's like let's say that person they're speaking to is like well wait a minute ain't your music telling me to, to run up in the nigga house and you know what i'm saying that ain't fair that ain't fair but that's <laughs> that that's so what the person that's what the person in region is gonna say to them. So, like, but they should do their research. Do
2: it's a they do they research. They should do their research. Like if you do your research about Ti, he's mm-hmm. not talking about nothing he never experienced in life. So, his art and his creativity comes from his life experiences. Mm-hmm. Now, his political views may be the total opposite of what he's rapping about because he's rapping about his past. Mm -hmm. You get what I'm saying? So his songs don't necessarily reflect his present. His song Mm -hmm. reflects his experiences, and your experiences are the past. So same with Killer Mike. Killer Mike, a great dude. You know what I mean? He a stand-up individual. He made great music. Mm -hmm. If you listen to uh, some of his music, he talking about some gangster shit, too. Not Mm -hmm. as much as T.I. He's never been classified as just a trap rapper. But he's still talking about his street experiences. He's an ex-drug dealer. He also was a student. You get what I'm saying? So to me, it's not fair that people can say, oh, this rapper is a contradiction. You making music about the trap, but you trying to tell black people to stand up. Come on, my nigga. Like, You might stop thinking that wrestling is real. you feel
1: (laughs) me and then like that's so surface level too because to think that a person is just a one dimensional person is whack as hell as well like and i feel like i said this before there's a difference between telling your story speaking on your experiences speaking about your growth in somebody who is glorifying a lifestyle that is counterproductive to what we are trying to do and i feel Mm -hmm. that like like he said, T.I. is not speaking on anything that he did not personally experience, nor do I feel like he's glorifying it. Like, this is what I really did. This is right. what happened. And this is where I am now. And uh, with Killer Mike, like, you can tell that he knows what, like, he studied. Like, he's not just out here blowing out hot smoke. Like, he's, he knows what he's talking about. So in those cases, those type of artists can come out, and they can speak, and they can be voiced. Like, if we decided to have a black panel of artists to fucking speak for us, Killer Mike would probably be, like, my first choice.
2: Hell <laughs> like, yeah. I love
1: Killer Mike.
3: you you said it
2: best. Jay-Z said, they want me to talk about the world they know. First, I got to talk to the world I know. I'm from the bottom. So when I speak it, I got to speak it from the bottom. Mm-hmm. You get what I'm saying? <laughs> like... What he's yeah. saying is y'all want me to talk politically. Y'all want me to talk to these white folks can understand what I'm saying. But yeah. nigga, I'm from Marcy Project. So before I give y'all that, I gotta give my people this because this is this is the language of my people. Mm-hmm. So I gotta I gotta tell them how I feel in, in my language before I give y'all that other shit. Damn. You know what I mean? So I feel like when T I rap about the streets, you know, you people gotta listen, bro. If we listen to Rick Ross, we going to get one thing. If I don't know, somebody 55 and Our over listening to Rick Ross, <laughs> they going to get another thing. You know what I mean? Yeah. They going they going to get they just going to get the sound effects, they going to get the fucking cuss words, they going to get all the niggas. You know what I mean? Make but sure. they not going to get a Man, y'all froze, man. What's going on?
0: Oh, that's oh, a cell nah. phone technical oh, okay. you're difficulty. <laughs> nah,
2: you good now?
0: You good now? You good now?
1: Yeah, but nah, I was just that was a lie. You. He is really trying to. <laughs> Such a dope show, but yeah, I show. know. Continue, but
2: um, but nah, I was just saying that people hear music differently. You know what I mean? Pretty much, like I listen to Rick Ross, I get black excellence, I get financial motivation. You know what I mean? I I get so much off of off of Rick Ross records somebody else might listen to rick ross and only hear the fucked up words you know what i mean or the the few bitches that he throw out there the, you know what i mean a few niggas like people hear music differently and it all comes down to whether or not you resonate with this artist
1: yeah you know what
2: i mean if you mm-hmm. resonate with that artist and you understand where they from and you understand what they preach and then you have a certain respect for their lyrics. You know what I mean? Even an artist like YG, some people would say YG is a very ignorant rapper. But if you come from where he comes from and you know that culture in Compton, California, then you would say, damn, YG is motivation. You know what I mean? He come from this neighborhood. He made it. He rapping about this neighborhood. He giving these kids hope. But other people will be like, oh, another gangbanger rapper. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? So it kind of just, it depends on where you, you know, it depends on how you hear the music, you know what I mean? And what your lifestyle is like when you listening to it, you know?
1: And totally. everything isn't meant for everybody. I feel like that that was your ultimate point before we had the technical difficulties as well. Like, people make music for their people and who they know right. that they resonate with, you know? So. Right. Yes.
0: And yeah. that's, that's amazing. That's amazing. So I I guess uh, as we were transitioning, uh, we were on this subject talking about, you know, uh, speakers and, and, and what rappers you would generally pick out of the fray. There's so many rappers out here. I mean, there's a multiverse of them. But if you could just pick, like, a nice little panel that would represent the urban community, the us, who we are, you know what I'm saying? Every bit of our flavor, our style, our culture, everything about us. That I would want to hear, personally? You know, we, we, hey, we can, we can mix this up, you know? People like yourself, people, you know, whatever. Hey, you know, but you know what? You are the guest, so I would definitely say you know, you personally. How have you, you want to label it? I, mean, I like would
2: I say Ti. I would say uh Killer Mike. Mm. I would say Rick Ross. Mm, okay. I would say Fifty Cent. Mm. I would say Jay Z. Okay. And for number six, I would say uh OG. Maybe somebody like Reverend or Russell Simmons. Because mm. what people don't know. Is run DMC with some street niggas? You feel me? Run wasn't no sucker back in the day, Run was real live, get strapped. Jam Master <laughs> <J> strap. <laughs> <laughs> Jay was a full blown gangster, you know what I mean? So that would be my six. Like, I think mm-hmm. Rick Ross is going to give the young generation, uh motivation and, and tell them how to financially secure their future, especially if you're coming from the streets and you want to get out of the street life. I think T.I. going to give us some Black motivation. You know what I mean? He's going to speak highly for Black culture. Killer Mike is going to speak highly about politics and different ways that we can see change. 50 Cent is going to speak about More financial motivation and how to translate, uh, transfer your money from the streets into the corporate world and be successful. And Russell Simmons is gonna fucking show you how to run a billion dollar company and be black doing it. So I would love to see those six guys sit down and tell me how to be a billionaire. You know what I mean? Um, That's
0: real. That's real. Okay. Okay. Uh, 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 to my awesome co hosts over here. You got a nice little dream panel that you would like to represent yeah. for the culture one
1: time? Um, Who I would like to add in the running, I would add Dame Dash as loud and how reckless some people would like to say that he is. He's been preaching ownership right. and entrepreneurship since before we all wanted to be on it. His uh, right. delivery is a little different. I like to call it passionate. Um right. <laughs> Um, and I think that he's a great business mind and doesn't necessarily get the respect that I feel like he should. Um, so I would add Dame Dash. Um, and honorable mention, I would add Chance. I think that Chance, mm-hmm. the rapper, really inspires a lot of free thinking. Um, I was listening to him on an impromptu interview on a Joe Buttons' podcast earlier. And, you know, mm-hmm. he's been under fire because he was, like, low-key. Well, I guess high-key at the time. Um, endorsing yay for president because he said that he 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 always running. But he was just basically saying like free thinking in a sense of like we as black people have been on have been under the impression that we have to vote for Democrats. But the Democrats we are voting for um, endorsed and signed crime bills and endorsed different bills that have really hindered us in a lot of ways. And if a Republican is speaking on issues that I feel or just anybody, we don't have to give parties, but if anybody right. is um, speaking on issues that I feel will help me and my pe- people out, I shouldn't feel guilty about wanting to endorse them because they don't fit the political party we think we right. are supposed to be following.
2: Right. No, I agree. I I, I would definitely put yay in there too, though. See? Yes. yes. I will put yay <laughs> I, I, and Dame Dash also like, I agree with that. Dame Dash is gonna. You need the Dame Dashes, man. Yeah, you do. We, we need the Dame Dashes. Like, I don't. At the end of the day, bro, you you help mold who yes. we feel is Hove. You know what I mean? Like, mm-hmm. you help mold who we look at as the Hove of the rap game and Black, you know what I mean? Power. Like, but I think Dame Dash will be like every three minutes praying he don't choke Kanye, like.
1: <laughs> because they're too similar, like they're too similar, like, like like we we need somebody who's not gonna be scared, say how they feel and ultimately make demands and not care whose who's feelings they hurt in right. the process. Because a lot of people play this politics game where, oh, well, I don't wanna offend this person or I don't wanna lose, friendships over here no like this is how i feel this is what i want this is what i see happening and we need to make it happen so
2: so That's how it. do y'all feel about kanye rocking the make it great america great again hat
1: hey man hey man look <laughs> they 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 say and i would like to think that in Kanye's brilliance, it was all a like it was all a strategy to ultimately get something that he wanted to see get done with um prison reform and, and like to get some people off. So if he wore the MAGA hat to disguise himself, to get into rooms to to um make some shit happen, okay. But um I don't I, I'm I'm not wearing a MAGA hat. Right. <laughs> I'm personally, yeah. not, regardless of who's wearing it. Yeah. I I think Ye is the genius,
2: but (laughs) I think that uh, sometimes you just got to be black, my nigga. (laughs) You feel me? And say no to certain shit. You know what I mean? Some artists said they was offered a million dollars to go take a picture at the White House with Trump. You know what I mean?
1: So that is that morals and the integrity that I was speaking on earlier. You know? Right. At some point, regardless of the bag that's attached, sometimes you just gotta say no, because that's not the look that I'm going for. And that goes right. against my fucking morals and my integrity.
3: Mm-mm.
2: Yeah. Oh yeah.
3: <laughs> <laughs> well,
0: <laughs> well,
3: shout out good music, man. <laughs> <laughs> what? Shout well, out to
0: good music, man. Shout out the good music. You know what I mean? Uh Hey man, you know what, Kanye is a genius in so many different ways. And maybe the whole MAGA thing is not even what people are thinking it is. Maybe he, in his mind, is making America great again, completely opposite from the, well, you know, original image of what everybody is looking at it as. You know what I mean? Maybe in Kanye's mind, making America great again is literally with my people, my people. Bringing them in and using them against them, you know what I'm saying? Who knows? Who knows? There's no telling. Who knows? But hey, I feel you, yay. Whatever man got whatever God you on you the side, the, <laughs> the, man, the man that found Jesus, you know what I'm saying? The man is good. I ain't mad at kind, yay. Yeah, you, Kanye. you but which man? Jesus. Well, hey, man, <laughs> I can only hope it's Yo. the one I know. Let me stop what? playing
2: with Kanye, man. Kanye yes. is a genius, man. We love yeah, you, Yeezy. Love we Kanye. love you, yay. But, you
1: know, him.
2: man, some shit look weird sometimes, man. <laughs> you know what I <laughs> mean? funny under the light
1: yeah. a little bit. <laughs> yeah, you nice. feel me?
2: Like, come nice. on, boy. You got to stop that, man. You got to stop that.
0: <laughs> so, so before before we 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 get into our meat of conversation with Mr. Rob Potter, I just I just kind of wanted to give a little, you know, make sure I gave y'all my dream little dream panel that I was coming up with because y'all had some really dope lines ups there. So, who I want to throw into the nice little lineup here, and I think I, I think I represented this pretty well. Where it's like, you know, you got your youth, you got your your wisdom, you got a little bit of everything here. So, check me out here. So. Y'all might laugh at this first choice, but I, I actually wanted to put two chains in this running. Rather two chains in this running because
1: two
0: that man is a Harvard level intellect. You know what I mean? I mean, the man actually really, really knows a lot of what he's talking about. He has a lot of smarts yeah. and street smarts by by the way, as well, behind what he talks yeah. about, what he does. So I feel like he can really actually back it up, you know, in a nice boardroom kind of way as well you know what I'm saying but he'd also grab the streets as well speaking of which I would throw in my boy J. Cole why well because at the end of the day J. Cole keeps it real he's been him even with all the fame and everything he's kept it 100 still keeps it 100 and you know I know some people may be thinking he uh you know the whole no name situation thinking oh you know is my boy selling out but it's like no Man reaches the U. What, what happened? I don't
2: remember about that. What happened? No name. What's yeah, that?
0: Yeah, it was it was co-host D You wanna? You so wanna what had me? happened
1: was um so there's this artist by the name of No Name um where her where she made some tweets that people feel like were alluding to artists that um aren't speaking up in the midst of the Black Lives Matter movement et cetera et cetera. And mm. so Jake Cole put out the single. What's the name of the single again? Dude? Snow on the Bluff. Doing. D- Snow on the Bluff. Snow on the Bluff. Where um he was basically addressing the tweets and um basically saying, like, hey, I am just a regular guy. I'm just an artist. I am trying to do the work. And versus you, whether it be no names specifically or people that are like her. Who look down upon people who are still in the process of learning, instead of criticizing, like help, like teach us, guide us into what we need to be looking at, research.
0: That is amazing, man. Everybody, a long list of who you can look up, see for yourself, you know. And to my non-African American friends out there, if you're listening, go do your research too. Go check it out, Mm -hmm. man. If you stereotype us rappers, check and see the ones out there, the OGs. But Again, little baby, the baby, so many of y'all guys, man. Y'all just be great. Do what y'all do. Y'all ain't gotta be right. in the spotlight
2: doing this. And we're not saying that the young guys ain't doing nothing.
1: Yeah. Because we little baby did show up and show show the fuck out.
2: You know what I mean? Like we can't yeah. say young guys ain't doing nothing. We just saying that we can't put that obligation on the young guys because that's not a young guy's job. Yeah. It's yeah. it's the OGs job to show the young guys what to do when they become OGs. Yeah. You get what I'm saying? So we we got to look at Diddy for what he did. Think about how many votes Revolt
0: T's prayer and coming it's getting ready to Rain Gems again. So if you're artists out there, and you listening. Let's talk about the importance of these here royalties cuz I don't think people really understand the beauty of how people talk about oh, hey, tours make you money. Hey, merch make you money. It's a pandemic. You can't tour right now. So, okay, yeah, you can sell merch online, but Mm -hmm. royalties is the best part of an artist eating right now in this pandemic. Why? Because is your song playing on a commercial somewhere? Royalty ching Do you hear that? That's playing somewhere. Do you have your song featured on ESPN? Wait a minute. Oh, oh, I just got another royalty check. The records. They were all signed to. You know what I'm saying?
2: I ain't going to name those artists because they famous and they don't even have a better deal than me. I was kind of grandfathered in because I signed a bad management deal and I could have sued the company and they decided to give me 90% of everything instead of me suing them. You get what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. So... My situation is a little different, but I cherish my deal because if I make a million dollars tomorrow, I get $900. You get what I'm saying? When a famous rapper might get $400. Mm. So mm-hmm. it's, a, it, it's a weird situation. I think that now you're seeing a lot of music come out. You're seeing a lot of content being created. You're seeing famous people do skits. Famous niggas ain't never did skits in their life, but you seeing famous people do skits. That was like the lowest of the low. That was like the doing skits on Instagram was like, oh, I'm trying to become an actor, and I'm using social media as my platform. Now you seeing famous people mm-hmm. do skits. That bag running low. You get what I'm saying? Come on. That man. bag running low. Mm-hmm. When you live in a ten million dollar home. That, that you pay a mortgage on and your bills is, you know what I mean, $10,000 a month and you ain't getting show money because you used to getting $75,000 a week. Straight cash. Boom. I'm doing two, three shows a week. $150,000 a week. My bills is paid early to whoa. I'm Missing out on $2 million a month. What I'm going to do? You know what I mean? Bye. So you got to just get it how you live, man. Royalties are very important. I, I think that royalties are more important when you're independent, when you own your mm-hmm. content. Uh, but if you're a signed artist and you're not the hottest artist on the roster, bro, you better get on social media and you better do everything you could possibly do to bring in money that can substitute for show money. Cause right now ain't nobody touring. So if I can't go hit the road and make five, ten, fifteen, twenty thousand dollars every three, four days and I'm used to having that type of money, my whole life just changed before my eyes. Mm
3: -hmm. You know what
2: I mean? So I don't know, man. (laughs) I don't have I don't have no real information for no up-and-coming artists itself. Go get the bag.
1: You were dropping gems, sir. You just keep talking. They got to catch it. They got to catch it.
0: You know what I'm saying?
1: They got to catch it. Yeah, right? man.
0: But, but 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 you know, we're we going to bring this back to you because I know how that got. You know what I mean? But we had to, we had to put that in there because, you know what I'm saying, shout out to the good people of Impact Wrestling because, I mean, you know, as I had Vinny on an episode, shout out to, a, you know, Seamus plug. Likes the Box podcast. You can follow mm-hmm. that baby on the OTS podcast. You know, we had a recent episode with the Godfather. You know, but hey, this is Pastor Ox. So, on Pastor Ox, shout out to Impact Wrestling because you know we had Vinny on in a previous episode before, and he he dropped those gems about you know we compared and contrasted the life of an indie wrestler and and an indie artist. You know what the similarities were of trying to come up. You know what I mean? But the fact that Impact is doing things different from a, a WWE or an AEW and all of these other Big time, multi-million dollar companies. Here they are doing things in the artist rapper approach. You know what I mean? Vinny gets up with them and says, "Hey, y'all need to do like street teams." You know what I'm saying? That's what these club owners are doing. You know, they going out here and they saying, "Hey, we got this and that, making people come." You know, that's what it was. Yeah, I just remember. Yeah, that's how
2: I got linked up with Vinny.
0: Yeah, he needed <laughs> okay.
2: somebody to get out in the streets of Atlanta and promote uh Impact Wrestling event. Yeah. And I was like, bro, I could have my guys get out there and hit the streets and paint the town with impact posters like that. Like that. I said, I don't need no money. I need to be uh, – I just need to be paid on the back end. I need that royalty. I need y'all to incorporate my record when it comes to marketing Impact Wrestling. You get what I mean? I'm and sure. I, I did that deal. I paid my people out of my own pocket to hit the streets. And go crazy, but I felt like it was gonna be a bigger payoff for me. Impact could have sent me two, three hundred dollars. I don't need two, three hundred dollars. You know what I mean? For my people to put no flyers out for them. I'm like, nah. Y'all need a record. Let me go get y'all a record. You know what I'm saying? I didn't like the record until I get paid. Until I got paid for it. <laughs>
0: Hey, but isn't that always the case, though? You know, because when I was talking about how I mentioned earlier, you guys, I was watching the rap game, right? So I saw the little, um, they had like the after show after the win where they brought everybody back, you know, reunion shows like these shows do. And they had Bow Wow come in and, you know, he was talking to, I think it was Lil Poopy. I think he was talking to him. He was talking to him. And they were asking questions to bow of like, hey, what was that like being that child star? And, and especially, you know, just asking different questions. Hey, how'd you feel when you were at that age where you started starting to feel the women now? You know what I mean? All this. And he was spitting game to them, you know, as, as kids, you know, like, what this industry like. But he talked about how he had looked at JB completely. He never argued with Jermaine Dupri after this one single that he put out. He said he hated shorty like mine. Couldn't stand the track. Hated it. But Jermaine Dupri said, hey, nah. You need to push that. I'm telling you now. That's going to blow up. And when it do, and he said, show sure enough. As soon as that track hit the streets, I'm sure my co-host here can attest. Because I'm sure 15, 16-year-old her knows. And I I'm love sure like Wow. Well.
1: There you go. I can. When, short,
0: when shorty like mine hit the streets, with miss him and Chris Brady. Shorty Reeves.
1: like mine.
0: <laughs> I it. You see the look
1: You see the look There you go song's so He put up. that
2: song out He put that song out When he was dating Sierra I,
1: think was that I, love, I feel like that was around that time Was
0: yeah. that the song That he put out with, Like they was dating each other I think so. I it know he had that yeah, like you. I know like you was definitely with the
1: I ain't guys. never had nobody show me other things that like you had to take <laughs> a deep breath before you try to <laughs> yeah, sing it. Yeah. yeah, yeah.
0: <laughs> but was Shorty like Mine? Yeah, it might it might been around that time. I can't remember, but I just know he said from that point on, he never doubted anything Jermaine Dupri ever said ever again about any track. And I've had my own experiences with that. I've had tracks that I've hated and been like, I don't like this track. But then the masters love it. And it's like, as artists, we may never understand that because we create. Right. And you got songs you love and you believe that it's gonna take off and it doesn't. But then the songs you don't like and you sleep on take off. So it's like, okay, well, you know what? Listen to the people. So I
2: I have a question for you after saying that. Mm -hmm. Do you feel like, as an artist, mm-hmm. you should be emotionally attached to the music that you present to the world? Ooh,
0: Good question. because
2: Because the music that you you put out, mm-hmm. sometimes it's the record that you hate the most, becomes mm-hmm. your success. So do you feel like you should just record music and throw it out? Or do you feel like you should always be emotionally attached because your favorite song on your album Mm -hmm. could probably be your least streamed or least purchased song on your album. But you so emotionally attached to that record that you think it's the greatest record in the
1: world.
0: (laughs) You know, it's funny, you uh that's a great question that that you know I, I see what he did there, you know what I'm saying? Like Okay, interviewer, just, you
1: wanna become you a, I mean? <laughs> yeah. a co-host.
0: Boom! Become a co-host. It's like that. Uh but no, it's that's that's a trick question to me, man, in a way, because it's like a lot of times uh you think about a Mary J. Blige and you think about like how a lot of her best records come from like the the pain. Uh, the, the stuff she done felt, you know what I mean? And it makes you wonder, was she emotionally attached to some of those songs of hers that were like legit hits? And if so, they clearly showed themselves to be hits. But right. I guess, you know, depending on your level, depending on where you're at, you know, as artists, we do get emotionally attached a lot of times to what we, what we write because maybe that song we wrote spoke to us as we wrote it.
1: You know, right. and,
0: and maybe that's why we think so highly of like, hey, this song, if this touched me and I wrote this, then imagine what it's going to do to the masses. And then you 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 know, sleep on a song and you're like, you got this in your back pocket, you play it and people are like, yo! <laughs> oh, This the one. This, this the <laughs> one. And you're like, what? No lie, like, I kid you not. I had a song about complete anime, you know what I mean? And, heck, I didn't think that song was going to take off the way that it did, but then I forgot, oh yeah, anime's big. People love anime. So I was like, well, go figure. Who knew this was going to just blow up and magically go in the way that it went, you know, and it's just like it it happens, you know. Uh, But It's wise to probably not be
1: emotionally (laughs) attached to your
0: stuff from experience and research now, you know, but I will say that it is a trick question because it's, it's hard not to get emotionally attached to what you write, you know what I'm saying? Again, especially if it speaks to you directly, it's it's hard to not think that it's gonna touch the masses the way it touched you, but you're right. Everybody's so different. And, and, and another thing is just the fact that you may have a song that's old to you, but it's always right. new to somebody. Mm-hmm. And so a song that you totally buried a long time ago people here and it's new and they're like hey bro when you drop this one like man that's old bro like man hey this dope, bro i need to hit this and it blows up like it was brand new again so i would say yeah it's it's not wise but i understand you if you are because i can relate to that yes i I have a follow-up
1: question to that because you have some artists who are doing it for a paycheck um like it's a job And then you have some artists who are very passionate about their music. They put like time and thought into their lyrics, et cetera, et cetera. So as artists yourselves, are you more moved by a single that does well and streams and brings in a lot of revenue? Or are you more moved by like a fan coming up or them messaging you like, yo, like this one track really touched me or this one track really got me through this time? Which one moves you more?
3: Um, mm.
1: Look, Riley, shit the bag, no, I'm The Bag, bag.
3: Look, look. You know what I mean? <laughs> I,
1: okay, I'll I'll follow up your
2: question with a question. Are you a birthday cake person or a pound cake person? I
1: like pound cake. <laughs> I like
2: pound cake.
1: You cakes. like pound cake. Yeah. So.
2: Would you rather listen to J. Cole over, I don't know, whoever your favorite club record is or party record? Do you want lyricism over... It depends on the moment.
1: That's true. I guess it's the mood. I guess it's a complex question. It depends on the mood.
2: So, so... Me, if I never heard of an artist before, right,
3: Mm -hmm.
2: and they telling me that they're going to be the next one, they're going to be the biggest rapper in the world, I'm looking for the birthday cake. You know what I mean? Because you can't be the next one without the birthday cake. See, artists Mm -hmm. like Drake give you the icing, but then when you Mm -hmm. go get the album, you get the pound cake. You get what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. So yeah. it's like you can't be as great as you wanna be without the icing.
1: You because gotta learn a man first, is what you're right. saying. Yeah, yeah. The
2: icing is the show. The pound yes. cake is just the cake, it tastes great. The pound cake mm-hmm. tastes great, but imagine if I spell my name a certain way with the icing on top of the pound cake. Yeah. You mm-hmm. I'm gonna get a couple more looks. You know what I mean? People gonna be, the icing ain't there for taste. The icing is there to attract you. You get mm-hmm. what I'm saying? So I can have 18 pound cakes on my album. All I need is one good icing though. One, yeah. one good icing gonna turn me from an artist to a superstar. Mm-hmm. That's
3: true.
2: You know what I mean? So me personally, I want the i I, I want the icing. I want the ice cream cake. I want to hear a record. I wanna hear, I wanna hear the bars, but not until I get to track three. You that's know exactly. what I'm saying? I want the bars. I, I want the that's but to me that's me though. Mm-hmm. Everybody ain't like that. You got people that they lock in on a certain type of music, they love that certain type of music, that's their niche, they love it, they want the deep. In thought, records, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. But for me personally, I have a lot of deep records. But I can't be Drake without the icing. I can't be Lil Wayne without the icing. I can't even be Hov without the icing. Because even though Jay-Z is Jay-Z, Jay-Z still gave us icing. I got 99 yeah. problems, but a bitch ain't one. You
0: serious? know what I mean? Yeah. So, so then... Huh, that's sweet, that
1: nasty. Nasty stuff. So, <laughs> partner's prayer, is that your pound cake?
2: Yeah, I would say it's one of the pound cakes. Y'all ain't okay. got... They ain't got no icing yet.
0: They ain't okay. got no icing yet. I'm yeah. about to
2: give them some icing, so, though. So,
0: so yeah. even though you don't like Impact, sir, are you sure that's that like ain't got some icing cake. feels on it, yeah. you know what I'm saying? Because that show gave some icing feels to it. You know what I mean? I so mean it's, you.
3: Attached.
0: You know? <laughs> it's cool. It's cool, but
2: it ain't it ain't to me Impact was a promo, man. It was a promo. You know what I'm saying? Like to me, Impact wasn't uh it wasn't it wasn't Rob Potter it was Rob Potna doing a uh a service. Okay. Mm-hmm. You get what I'm saying? I, I like the record now. I didn't hear it a million times. You feel me? I've been brainwashed to love it. You know what I'm saying? But yeah. uh but partner's prayer sound totally different than impact. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Because partner's prayer is the Rob Partner Project. Yeah. Impact was the Impact Project. You get know what I'm saying?
3: Yeah. So yeah,
2: when you sense. listen when you listen to Partner's Prayer, you hear me mention a lot of things that mm-hmm. are personal. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. But I love the icing. I'm gonna get
0: that icing. You know what <laughs> I mean? <laughs> get that icing. That's 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 crazy, man. And um, I mean, Rob's right when he says, you know, every artist is different. Because I mean, for me, I, I, I don't get it twisted. I definitely love the bag. I got, you know, for hey, sure. when the bag comes in. Oh heck yeah! You know, glory right. to God, thank you. But you know, for me, because of what what allows me to do what I do, I love when I'm reaching every single person, minute by minute. Now, of course, right. you do definitely wanna have that icing because you wanna meet more at the same time and the icing is gonna allow you to do it more at the same time. But for every fan, which I like to result to you guys as family, you know what I'm saying? When y'all reach out, y'all say, man, this song is like really touching me. Or man, this song got me through this situation, man. That's humbling to me. Cause that's saying right. that it's, it's it, especially in my case, when it comes to the kids you know when I've had kids come up to me and literally just like man you're a rapper or i mean I, I want to be just like you or man I'm really inspired by what you do or man you your music's inspiring me man I, I, I want to learn how to rap or I want to learn how to dance or I want to learn how to do this and it's like they're telling me what this one song I put out did for them yeah, you know, right. it's like yo that's you're that's love that's real, it so, for you it. Know, let me let me let me let me you know put some school you know let me mentor you real quick and let you know like hey you see what I'm doing, and I'm, I'm not even perfect in where I want to be yet, and I'm still chasing right. doing things, but if this is inspiring you, what I've done thus far, far, then I want to push you right now where you at to say, hey, keep on going. So, you know, or if it just got them through a weird breakup, anything, just those kind of yeah. things to say, hey, hey, I feel you, bro. Like, I feel you, sis. Take this moment. Get yourself back together. Grow up. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Take that and move. You know what I'm saying? And I'm just humbled to be a piece in your life, and that I gained a fan for life. You know, right. the interaction, all of that. So, you know, right. it's 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 more that's more my number one, but I don't definitely separate myself I would from not that turn bag. bag yeah. That bag shows right. up and that icing. Yeah, there,
2: see, to me, to real. me, the icing to me, uh to me the icing is number one. Yeah, yeah. You get what I'm saying? Facts. Because bro. I can't like you get to a space like I'm 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 not a starving artist. You get what I'm saying? I'm not the most famous artist, but I make a lot of fucking money. You get what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. And I don't sell drugs no more and I don't I'm not out in the streets. I'm 100% legal. I do this music stuff and I run a company. You get what I mean? Mm-hmm. I think that that uh perception that you have right now at Mm -hmm. this point in your hip-hop career eventually will change because as much as you love Kendrick, Mm -hmm. Kendrick gives you the icing first. As much as you love Cole, Cole gives you the icing first. Mm -hmm. And what it becomes is I rap because I love Mm hip-hop. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. I make music because I love hip-hop. I love the art. I have a talent. I want to showcase my talent. But if I want to do this shit as a hobby, then I'll make whatever I want to make. But once this game becomes a business, then you're going to make what you want to make, but you're going to make it in a certain way to touch everybody.
3: Mm-hmm. And,
2: and everybody don't want to hear the deep records. You, If you're a deep person, you're going to make deep records. I make deep records. But some people just want the, you know. The bop. They want the bop. that vibe. Yeah. yeah. You know yeah. what yeah. I mean? They That's want crazy. that vibe. And, and you can't get mad at the bop because the OGs had the bop. Mm-hmm. You get what I'm saying? You had yeah. Public Enemy, but you also had Run DMC. There
0: you go. Yeah, you feel
2: me? You had you yeah. you had uh you had EPMD, but you had Big Daddy Kane. Mm-hmm. You get what I'm saying? So I don't really get into the oh I'm real because I make real music, nigga. No, you don't. You're fake as a motherfucker. You you know what <laughs> I mean? You want to be broke? Long. You want to be broke? You ain't no real nigga. You want to be broke? I'm I, I I'm past the uh being nice stage. When the little kids say, "Man, I want to be just like you," da 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 da, I want to rap. Well, can you rap? Well, rap for me. Mm-hmm. Yeah, man, you might can get better in a few years, bro. Keep going, keep going. I ain't never gonna knock your dream. Yeah. But I can't make you no rapper. But I could make you to a money maker. You get what I'm saying? I can't. I, I can't make you uh engage with people. I can't make the people love you, but I can show you how to get this paper. Come on, you mean you might yeah. want to rap because you love hip hop, but you might not supposed to be no rapper. You might supposed to be a, a, a AR. You might supposed mm-hmm. to be a writer. Maybe the shit you're writing is dope, but it don't sound right coming out of your mouth. hmm You know what, what I'm guess. saying? Yeah, so I, I think that a lot of people gotta get past that uh everybody could be a star. Everybody can't be no star.
0: Hey, and it's funny you say that. Because <laughs> That's fact. Rhythm and flow actually exposed that a lot, which was, mm-hmm. which was what I respected most about that show, right? Because you had the perspectives of three totally different artists and Chance the Rapper. Cardi B, T.I., you know what I'm saying? Three totally different style rappers. Yet, what I respected most is how I looked at Cardi, and Cardi gave the aspect of like, "Uh, I liked it, but can this really make money? Can that artist really do this and that? You know what I mean? Right. I I like my turn. Yeah, she was
1: marketing queen on there. Yeah, Yeah.
0: you know what I'm saying? She was really being real because, and I respected her opinions more than even T.I. and Chance, and I still love their opinions, but I love where she came from the most part because, as you just mentioned, with icing, that's what she right. was represented. Because yeah. she
2: you got to get it. You got to understand this 95% of rappers want somebody to put some money behind them. Mm-hmm. Now, if you want me to put my money behind your career, you're going to have to give me some ice. Point blank period. Nigga, I'm not investing in your dream. I'm investing in the fact that you may be able to make a hit record. Mm -hmm. Regardless of your style of music, regardless of your niche, regardless of your fan base, it's a lot of rappers out here that really, really, really can rap. I'm looking for the guy or the female that really, really, really can rap but give me some icing. Come on, you get what I'm saying? Yeah. If you don't want to give me no icing, why would I ever put my money
1: behind you? I can't make a million dollars out for you. Return on, on investment is real. Are you going to be able to bring it back? Are you going to be able to flip that back? That's it. are you going to be able to do it? Can you flip it for me? Can you flip it? Can, can, you you flip flip it? it? Yeah. can you flip it
0: more than a pancake on a hot sure Sunday right. morning? Seriously. The catch
2: to that is sometimes you have artists with fan bases so powerful yeah. before the deal that it works. Mm-hmm. But in order for you to live that dream, you're going to have to bring me, you're going to have to show up with 100,000 followers. Mm-hmm. You're going to have to show up with a fan base so strong where I say, hell yeah, I'm going to put my money behind this nigga. Yeah. He already got a following. He got a following so strong that all he, all he need is marketing dollars. But if you mm-hmm. don't have that, and you sitting over here telling me you want to make all, I'm true to backpack, I'm true to hip hop, blah, blah, blah. Nah, bro. Yeah, you dope. I <laughs> support you. You know what I mean? You dope. I can give you some pointers, but you can't get 100000 out of me. Right. You feel me? You
0: ain't got no icing. I need some icing, bro. Icing. Now, I will flip it, though, and say it's not too late, though, because, as you mentioned, you also said, hey, you can be a songwriter. And let's talk about the fact that what I love most about songwriters is the fact that maybe they're like my uh nice, awesome engineer in the background who... Doesn't want to be in the forefront. Kind of wants to sit back and just chill. But you're still <laughs> getting your bag while you're chilling in the background. Songwriters can do that because they can give you the icing. They can give you the boom back. They can give you whatever, however. And sit back and just chill. Ain't got to be in the spotlight. Hey, you want to be in that? Cool. I got something with your voice right on it. Boom. There you go. They get the recognition. I'm getting that. Ison, I'm getting that back, right? So, right, I, I definitely just want to shout out to the songwriters because, again, you don't always have to be in the forefront, you know. What you mean? don't, it's not me. yeah, you know, maybe you don't have that look, maybe you don't stand out, maybe you're like you said, hey, you dope, but do you have a look to match your dopeness? Do you have marketing? Your delivery
1: videos? isn't that- what, is that
0: what is it, you know what I mean? Maybe you just sure. have one heck of an ability to write, so go invest be a songwriter, learn how to get your publishing rights, learn how to be everything you need to be as a solid writer, okay, and get them royalties, because you're going to get royalties from the icing that you distribute to the person that can deliver that icing to the people that want to taste it. Therefore, right. you know, two, two different angles I had to represent okay, the songwriters I out you. there one time, because like somebody <laughs> to get money, though. Yeah, the they goal
2: is getting get money. money. But be- look, the game is so different these days, bro. Ain't it, I'm, I like, I, bro. I, if y'all knew <laughs> who I'm, it's so yeah. you know what I mean. It's so cr- If y'all knew who I'm on the phone with every single day, it yeah. would blow you mind. But it's like, you think I feel sorry for a nigga like Quentin Miller? Come on, you feel me, Quentin Miller? You are writing records for Drizzy. Regardless of the drama, regardless of the encounters with Meek and Dream Chasers during the beef, regardless of whatever you're going through, my Nick, the world knows your name. If you drop a record tomorrow, a certain amount of people are going to stream that record simply because they know you were writing for Drake. Mm-hmm. I don't feel bad for you, my nigga, because you have a solid bag coming in every single month. It's artists out here that n- they are never, ever, ever going to receive a royalty check over $5. They are never going to receive a royalty check over $5. So, and I, and I don't have nothing against Quentin. I don't know him personally. I don't have nothing against him, but I'm just using him as an example if you're a writer and you're writing records for an established artist and then people find out who the writer is or it might be public knowledge who the writer is in this day and age now you have the power to put out a record and people are going to stream it just because Mm -hmm. you you couldn't do this 10 15 years ago you you couldn't do that uh, songwriters couldn't do that 20 years ago You feel me? Michael Cox couldn't drop a record 20 years ago and and get sales. But today, we know who Brian Michael Cox is. So if Mm -hmm. he decided to drop an album tomorrow, do you know how much money he would make as an independent artist with people knowing how many platinum plaques he have on his wall for Mm -hmm. writing for major artists? Like, songwriters today are not songwriters from last century Mm -hmm. songwriters today are on social media on twitter on facebook on instagram telling the world who they write for Mm -hmm. unless you're writing for drake or beyonce or an artist that is so whole so big on a totem pole that you know you're not allowed to let people know you're writing those records you feel me nice
0: Real facts. Okay,
1: as long as the bag coming in. like I don't have to let you know that
0: I wrote for Beyonce. I'm fine. That's the beauty of it. You know what I'm saying? I'm cool. That's the beauty of it. You find yourself writing for one of those mega stars, like you said, where you don't have to say nothing Cool. It's win-win. You know what I'm saying? Even if
2: people don't know, you got the marketing dollars to do whatever you want to do. Exactly. Mm -hmm. You get
0: what I'm saying? You write a record
2: for Beyonce and they tell you, don't tell nobody you wrote this record and you get paid $100,000? Nigga, you could drop a single tomorrow (laughs) doing the goddamn bunny skip. It don't matter what you do. You put $10,000 on Instagram, your shit going viral. Like, bro, come on, man. These, man, this music shit is so easy now. It's like, it's not a... It's not a competition. Free bands
1: right now, guys. You Free better bands. take notes, goddamn. Free bands. It's,
0: it's so easy. Rolling. And it keeps on rolling. And it's only going to get really easier from that point because as technology evolves, so does the music. So does the ways of getting the bag. So does the way of you know distributing it. You name it. You know what I'm saying? So, it's a
2: 15-year-old right now sitting in his guest bedroom or his bedroom writing and recording a song and producing a song that sounds like trash that's going to go viral in a week and he's Mm -hmm. going to be a platinum or gold artist by the next two to three months Mm -hmm. and literally he has to walk upstairs and explain to his mom that they can leave the projects his mama don't know what he doing her mama don't know what she doing All they know is that they care raps and in the next few weeks, they're going to have to walk upstairs and they're going to have to say, mom, we can move out of this apartment. We could buy a million dollar house right now. They're going to have to literally explain to their mama that they rich. These kids are 14, 15, 16 years old connecting their debit card to CD Baby, connecting their debit card to DistroKid, connecting their debit card to these distribution platforms and they going viral and they going gold and they going platinum off the streams and they literally have to wake up. They go to sleep broke and they wake up with 20 million views, 20 million streams and they got to walk upstairs or walk in the next room and explain to their mom we rich imagine what that feels like for that 15 16 year old kid to have to convince your
1: parents that you rich so you wonder why these young niggas going crazy i was just about that that's why the the uh, the, um cancel culture is so dumb because you're literally seeing these, these these kids Getting rich overnight, they've never had any money. They've never had any type of level of fame. A lot of the growing pains that y'all had to go through, you didn't have to do on social media, nor did you have to go through at 15, 16. Right. And then when these 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 kids mess up a couple times, it's oh cancel them. <laughs>
3: yeah.
2: It's like it's <laughs> they like they don't get in again. It's yeah. the Disney channel. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Look at all, every Disney star. Go fucking crazy when they turn 18. Ratchet Disney, baby. Every Disney. last one. You know what I mean?
1: Except because Kiki,
2: problem. Shout
0: out to Kiki. Uh, but she <laughs> crazy. Uh, shout Kiki, <laughs> out to Kiki. Kiki had a lo- She has some crazy moments here and there a little bit. Just a little bit. But I, I love mean, Kiki. That. I love Kiki, though. Sure. She's dope. Yeah, she is so dope. I love her. Though, know, but saying, so. it's...
2: It's just, you know, we want these people, we think because, we think the money makes maturity. Money don't create maturity. Money create craziness. Mm -hmm. And you have to learn how to deal with the craziness. Because as long as you get money, as long as the money is around you, craziness is going to be around you. Mm -hmm. If you don't know how to control the craziness, then everything's going to go wild. But the thing is, I could be the only millionaire surrounded by 20 broke niggas and they're gonna blame everything on me because I'm a millionaire. Because you're
0: the millionaire. As mm-hmm. the great notorious B.I.G. said, more mo money, more mo problems. You feel me? <laughs> Trust me. As long as that verse has been, and that one line still to this day, actually, it's <laughs> <just laughs> elevated. It's elevated even more because that's even most the case now. And so, that being said, I mean, it just, it just goes to show people, it comes full circle. Yes, you can make money very fast, but also, as me and partner just greatly told y'all, uh-oh, dodging, ducking, wait, trying to catch all these gems because I'm trying to let you know. <laughs> it revolves back to the very beginning of this conversation. What are you doing with your money when you get it instantly? Because Man, no matter what I'm... age you are, be smart. Mm-hmm. learn. got to. Okay. Research. If you, you got to, Bitcoin, man. if you're doing stock bonds, whatever you do, take your money and put it into something, flip it. Okay. So that, it got you. You that much richer. Okay. Surround yourself with some OGs. Even if you can't reach the ones that we just mentioned, your neighborhood somewhere got some OGs that can help you flip that money the right way. Mm-hmm. So that sure. when you are telling mama, mama, we rich. You ain't got to go back and tell her, mama, we broke. We got to go back. To we her. broke again. <laughs> yeah. You know what I'm saying? That's the
2: worst. But the beautiful thing about today is how can you go broke? You get what I'm saying? There's a place it used to somewhere. Be so easy. It used to be so easy to go broke. Yeah. You get what I'm saying? Like, it used to literally be so easy to go broke. These young niggas ain't going broke, and that's the problem. <laughs> You feel me? These niggas is not going broke. That's the problem because they know as long as they got the engagement from the people, Mm they drop a song every Tuesday and make a million dollars. There you go. You get what I'm saying? The game is so different. The game is so different. Back in the day, rappers was really going broke. These days, these kids is like, whoo shit. I'm down to a million. I gotta drop another song. Drop another song, do a hundred million streams. Boom. I'm back up to 15 million. Inflation. <laughs>
0: hey.
2: Straight up. It's like uh it's a, uh, it, we playing with a different game, like people still holding on to this old way of thinking. The industry is not the same.
3: Yeah. Even mm-hmm.
2: the major labels do not operate the same. Like no, it's a. Uh, it, it, It's like people want certain artists to fail so bad just because they don't like their music. But it's like, bro, why you hating on me? Right. You ain't got to like my music. Don't listen to my shit. But respect the fact that it's a million niggas that's going to listen to my shit. You know what I mean? I don't support 6ix9ine. I don't like his music. I think his production be hard sometimes, but I think his raps is
1: whack. I did like Kiki's. Song, I did like that song. Kiki she, Yeah Free Free or <laughs> Fifi, whatever that song is. I did like that one. You know, 6ix9ine <laughs> like six, six,
2: nine understands.
3: Mm-hmm. People yeah. are
2: trying to figure out why 6 9 is so rich. Tell me what record label he signed to. You get what I'm saying? They trying oh. to figure why is 6 9 so rich? Why is 6 9 so rich? Somebody what? tell me what major label 6 9 is signed to.
0: Cricket,
2: cricket. Is cricket. <laughs> cricket, cricket, and Yeah. So it's like if you have an artist that isn't, and maybe he has a back a backdoor deal with somebody who supplies his radio marketing and blah blah blah, but at the end of the day, he's still somewhat of an independent artist. He any independent artist with a million people following them are going to win. Doesn't matter what they do. It doesn't matter what it sounds like. If you know for a fact that half a million people is going to press play in the first 15 minutes, you fucking rich forever. That's true. So regardless of how much we, might dislike 6ix9ine and his decisions and the things that he do or the things he talk about or the trolling, this fucking bitch is going to be rich forever. (laughs) (laughs) You know what I mean? There's nothing nobody can do about it. He's going to be rich forever. But what we got to do is stop concentrating on 6ix9ine and go get the fucking bag for ourselves. It's like what? y'all wasting time. Y'all talking about 6ix9ine when y'all supposed to be going to get the bag. Come on, man. The Come money, money right is here. out here. You don't even have to go sell no CDs, nigga. Don't have to. I really sold thousands of CDs. <laughs> I really Literally. sold thousands of CDs. Come on. Man. You feel me? You don't have to do that shit no more. Yeah. You know how look hard at you crazy. it was for us to sell a thousand CDs at the mall? Now I'm living in a world where all I gotta do is get a thousand people to listen to my shit.
0: the struggle of going to for a 30 gas
2: seconds for 30 seconds, though. That's it. I'm struggle. getting drunk, let me stop going you know. crazy with
1: y'all. <laughs> no, man, he's jam dropping. Let's hey, go, let's free band.
0: Up, you know, and, 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 and listen, listen, you know. We, we we definitely have to bring you back on for a part two. For I mean, sure, we, can go we we, we, we could go we ain't all done. Night. We done. We done. done already. We, we we unfortunately there's a there's a nice little timeline, <laughs> follow. Man, and, and it's about that time, time. we gotta wrap this baby up. <laughs> unfortunately, because we don't want to, you know, with the intention spans of our listeners out there, even with these gems being dropped. Unfortunately, we've gone. A these niggas weekend. listening. They listen. <laughs> These ladies,
2: you want them to listen?
0: Come on. Come on. Say something crazy. Say something
2: crazy. That's where That's where we live. We live in the age all you got to do is say something crazy. Say something they going to keep listening. Amen. Fuck 6ix9ine. They listening.
1: Oh, come. we're tuned back in. The tension span just came out. He said, what?
0: What? No, they listening. listening. Wait, they listening. Fuck Trump. They listening some more. They listening you know and it's amazing <laughs> it's amazing isn't it so much you can say so many times so many things but we definitely brother would love to bring you on yet again yeah. for a part two because man this this probably the funnest episode this was so was natural past, just obviously.
1: happened yes
0: it just, it just, it just free flow <laughs> free flow like a waterfall baby it's just shout came out on, to Vinny right?
2: shout out to Vinny
1: yeah shout,
0: shout out to, to Vinny, Vinny brother for i this up for sure Vinny, you the man. Vinny, you the man. Shout out to Six Families Radio. Shout out to Tuned In. Shout out to OTS guys, Spotify, Instagram, YouTube, all of those good platforms that we really just kind of praised in the form of an artist. Because guess what, guys? It works for us podcasters, too. The beauty of being able to say and do whatever you want to do. Sit back, chill, and get some stream from that. Advertisements. All that good stuff. It's a beautiful thing. So... Shout out to 2020, man. I don't know what y'all talking about. Ain't that bad? <laughs> we still getting money. You know what I mean? But nonetheless, uh, Rob, sir, my friend, uh, this is your corner to go ahead and campaign. I mean, you've already comp- campaigned yourself well enough. I'm pretty sure if they haven't already gone to go check you out, What what's taking you so long? Go check this man's music out. Go out there and get Potner's prayer. Go out there and get impact. You know what I'm saying? And go out there and wait for the album as it's coming well on its way. But brother, this is your moment. Tell the people where they can find you. Tell them why they should listen to you if they ain't already listening. All that good stuff, man.
2: Man, just follow me. Follow me, Rob Potner, on every major platform, every social media platform. R O B P O T N A. Uh, and yeah, you know, hopefully I get that blue check this month, like they tell me I might get. If I get that blue check this month, then, you know, I'm going to feel like a, a real rapper, I guess. <laughs>
1: hey. Party over hey. Rob's house. Hey,
0: always dollars hey. ahead. Hey legit. And look, and notice how you said real rapper. Not like some of you whack rappers out there that's going and buying blue checks. We don't buy blue checks over here. We earns them blue checks, son. How much do they cost?
2: I need to buy like eight of them. Like, <laughs> if y'all know the plug, send me the plug. I got some <laughs> niggas that need some blue checks, bro. They want some hoes. <laughs>
1: that's A blue check to do that though that that's wild. this is the life we're living in it
0: will but mr blue check (laughs) you gotta make sure you're wise because the labels know wait a minute something's fishy you only got x amount of followers you got blue check and i'm looking at your viewers and i'm looking at your likes this don't add up playboy wait a minute you ain't fooling nobody. So like I said, you whack rappers, make sure you earn this stuff. <laughs> Stop buying your blue checks. Now, they are buying it just to get a girl, well, hey, teach is on. Do what you gotta yeah, do. I ain't mad at you, player. It girl, get you. too much.
2: If they selling blue checks, it probably costs too much, man. Man, let me tell you. I ain't it's... spending no thousands of dollars on no blue checks. Not,
0: not only that, but the gram, trust me, they flagging them down. Trust me, they taking them real quick. you have having for about a week, Maybe and Mm. we'll take it off just like that. You ain't official. You you better hit
2: every bitch DM you can in seven days. (laughs) Oh, blue check. You better be in everybody DM. You got a week, nigga. Come on.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Oh, ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, this is. Past the ox. And I mean, again, it is so great to have Rob Potner join us on the show. We can't wait to have this brother back because we will bring hey. him back on and do a part two to this very real soon. Channel. I'm gonna
2: drop the album. The album is called Only the Life, and um it's gonna be dope. I think y'all gonna hear uh, a lot of super dope records. I think that Impact and Rob and Potner's Prayer, um it's not even close to what I'm, like, putting together. You know what I mean? I think that uh, when I'm in the lab, shout out to my guy, Jack Brown. He actually engineers for 2 Chains a lot. He got a lot of 2 Chains plaques in his studio. Um, That's the studio I go to out here in Atlanta, uh, Black Hole uh, Studios. And um, I just think that when y'all finally get a chance to hear my records, It's going to be nothing like impact. It's going to be nothing like partner's prayer. It's going to be a lot of, uh, a lot of vibes. You know what I mean? A lot of good vibes, some melodic vibes, some party vibes, you know, some serious, you're going to hear about some life lessons and uh, you know, just, just look out for this project, man. And you know, we, we doing great right now. You know, I ain't the most famous artist, but, uh, I get a lot of fucking streams. I get a lot of views, you know what I mean? On, I get man. a lot of followers, I get a lot of engagement. I get a lot of so you know it all starts where it's supposed to start, but at the end of the day I own a company. You know what I mean? I sign artists that's bigger than me cuz I'm a business, I'm a businessman. You feel me? So uh I'm not a business, man. You feel me? So, you know, that's what I do, man. I invest my money uh, thank God for marijuana, and uh, you know, just 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 tune in. I'm about to I'm I'm about to drop them vibes real real soon. You know what hey, Real real soon.
1: Pastors exclusive yet again. Pastors exclusive. Somebody baby. drop. <laughs> somebody. You drop only gonna
0: vibe.
2: hear that right here. So, what is uh? I need uh, not you, bro. The co-host,
1: speak, please. Yes.
2: Janine Nina. Janine. Janine Nina Berry. Yes. I'm thinking my blue check. You need to follow me, baby, because I'm trying.
1: To
0: you. <laughs> <laughs> this, this <man's laughs> you know what? That's the title of today's
1: episode. This blue is check is the Blue Check <laughs> episode, blue show, check episode go damn, Barrett, We can verify baby. Go ahead and put that in the show notes, my friend. That's the title of today's show.
0: Blue Check. On that note, ladies and gentlemen, I'm your host, Dwayne. <laughs> Dickey Jr. You know what I'm saying? The Prince of Bots. Follow me at Dwayne Dickey Jr. Follow my artist page at Highlight Life on Instagram. Blue checks, or checks, red checks, whatever. I'll take all the checks. Bring them all. <laughs> Doesn't even Auto matter. All the checks. You know? And I'm going to pass this thing over to my lovely co-host over here, the Queen
1: of Clatchett. Yes, she- Queen of Clanchett. Um, Everybody follow me Instagram at Onina oh underscore nina nina with two eyes, and on ots and on pass every monday
0: let's not forget what did i think about this week what did i think
1: about this week every monday as well um what did i think about this week streams on all podcast platforms as well so if you like a little bit of clashedness that's definitely the show for you
0: there you go Another show that we're going to have to get our brother Rob Potner on right there. You know yeah. what I'm saying? Man, it seems like he got a lot that he can reflect on in a week <laughs> right there. So definitely something to get him on the host. So, So that being said, ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, y'all be safe. Stay safe. Get that money. Save that money. Invest that money. Flip that money. All that. And get your money. Flip get your right icing. Now. Your bag. All that on that note. That being said, y'all be easy. The Ox has officially been passed to you. Peace.